Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello everyone, welcome to Red Men News. It is Friday and Jürgen Klopp has done his press conference ahead of United versus Liverpool at Old Trafford this Sunday. I am Paul Mitch and I'm joined by Jack Gill to discuss the major talking points of that and a few other things happening in the Liverpool world today. But first... Just to let you know that this channel is sponsored this week by The Athletic, the best place to get in-depth writing on the Mighty Reds, the Premier League and football in general right now. And there's a fantastic offer, theathletic.co.uk forward slash News will get you 50% off your yearly subscription. Uh, you also get the first month free. It works out about £2.50, therefore, um, and you get an incredible writing. Now, I want to call your attention towards this. James Pearce is in the, the court battle between New Balance uh, Liverpool over the Nike, the Nike stuff is is ongoing. James Pearce is there right now, and, and we'll go through some of his tweets in a moment. But just to bring you back, if you if you're not up to date with this, and it, it's it's such a strange sort of situation. Uh, Pierce was the man who broke it originally. So if you head to the Athletic, uh, the Athletic in this instance dot com, but he talks about where this has come from because obviously the, there was talk that the um, Nike had looked to be announced as the club's new partner from the start of next season after getting a bumper deal with the European Champions, understood to be worth around seventy million per season, a twenty-five million per season increase. Blah blah blah. Obviously things have all moved on from there, but Pierce is keen to stress if you want to find out where the origins of this story have come from head to that article there's loads of fantastic stuff there as well there's a really interesting piece I say interesting I mean heartbreaking piece on the beach ball goal from 10 years ago um, which was just one of the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life but yeah some, some brilliant writing there and I see you can get a 50% discount if you go over there and sign up right now um, we've mentioned that Jack let's just quickly flick over before we get into the press conference stuff obviously James Pierce is there on, on site he's been live tweeting kind of what's happening really interesting stuff you know just a couple of just a couple of highlights from this New Balance are stating that this season's Liverpool kit will be the highest selling in the club's history with 2.9 million units sold. Um, New Balance refers to a WhatsApp exchange between Liverpool uh, MD Billy Hogan and the club director in June which stated this match clause just absolutely screws us. Sounds like New Balance aren't messed around here. I think anyone who thought they were just going to come in it was going to be a bit of a, a, you know, a set of pleasantries exchange and then done. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna fight this by the looks of it. I think it also says about New Balance messing up figures though as well. So it it does seem a bit amateur at times, but I, I think it's one of them battles that will be ongoing for a, a few weeks. To be honest with you, and it'd be very difficult to 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 see um, what happens in the end. But I I think I think we'll come through and probably be with Knight next season. Some mad stuff here. Like yeah. New Balance is Chris Davis being cross-examined by Guy Morpus QC about inaccurate figures previously given to Liverpool about distribution in the Far East. There seems to have been an error on the wholesale doors. A very big error. Um, it's very American, isn't it? 
Yeah. It's all, it's all very American. Yeah, and, and this is the thing. I think it's obviously there's a lot of like technicalities now. They're using obviously phrases they're used to using, but New Balance forecast they can get LFC into 634 doors across America in 2021, but Liverpool insist email exchanges between New Balance staff showed that's unrealistic. For this season, it's just 275. I think this is what it boils down to for Liverpool, isn't it? Is that Nike are just, yeah. they're just a global enterprise. Yeah. And, and anyone who, there'll be people, I'm sure people watching this or, or listening to this right now, who will be able to attest to this? It's very difficult to get Liverpool shirts in, in outside of the country yeah. in the various far-flung reaches of the globe. Uh, it's difficult as well because obviously it's brilliant being New Balance's um, poster boys, but I think when it comes to comes to Nike, obviously you've you've mentioned already how how brilliant they are on a global scale, and we've seen with goalkeeper kits over the years they've just they've sold out too quickly. It's been very hard to get them even in this country, even from the official club shop. So yeah. um, outside the country, it must be so much harder, and Nike will change that, of course. Yeah. So follow uh, at James Pierce LFC if you want the latest on that. And as I say, that one's kind of rumbling on at the moment. Uh, but we move on. Yes, Jurgen Klopp did his press conference. We'll get some of Dave Maddox tweets up on this, but we'll have a general discussion. You, you, you watched it. Yeah. Same to me. Just before going on, it was one. It was a it's quite interesting press yeah. conference. No, like news per se, but just it was just things rumbled on quite nicely as far as build up goes. Yeah, it, it was brilliant from Jurgen Klopp as always. He 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 basically said that he has massive respect for United and that he's not really happy with how Sky have been the last few weeks, like criticising United and that. But he, he seems so ready for war and he, he said how happy he was that actually Solskjaer seems to be the only manager in the world that wants to play Liverpool right now and actually bring it on. And I, it, thought that was, I thought that was a really interesting thing because, yeah, he, he, he's saying it's being billed as a good game for United. Yeah. And in that regard, I think, I think the reading of that is because if you're struggling... Having a game that, that gets you up, that, yeah. a game to get passionate for, actually, is, a, is a, it weirdly coming up against the best team in the league on form right now. Shouldn't on paper because it's United. It is, but he did right. It, it, what I like is the references throughout this. There's loads of stuff being set up for, and you always talk about it in sport, about things that you pin on the dressing room wall. Yeah. And Man United have been handed loads. It's been crafted. I think Klopp actually references the, um, the combined 11 thing. So like Danny Mills has combined eleven, Jose Enrique's combined eleven, and he basically had a pop at Sky and the guy yeah. from Sky, didn't he? Saying you've done this and you've basically set it up as a potential banana yeah. skin for us. I, I think it, it is one of them, and I think people are looking at it going, you expect Liverpool to win this one, but Man United and Man United, they're, they're a team that can do that. And you know, over the years, how often have we ever looked at it like that? It's always been Liverpool versus Man United, the two biggest clubs in mm. England, come together. It could go either way, and I think. Um, Klopp's, Klopp's intent on, on making sure this is no different from that. Yeah, that's it. I mean, he says like it's, it's built. You've been it's kind of building a banana mm-hmm. skin. He's saying that's what people want. They, they want the story to yeah. be Manchester United underdogs and all the pressure. And, oh, they've shocked the world yeah. by by beating by beating Liverpool. They're setting it up, and what he's saying is almost well. You can tell. Hello, sorry. That you can tell that they are Liverpool are using it in the flip reverse. Like Jurgen Klopp's not coming out and saying things. He's not coming out and going. Solskjaer's crap. He's been. He was given loads of opportunities to basically ruin United and have a go and really stoke the fires of the rivalry. And he just basically battered it all away. I thought was. I thought he handled that brilliantly. And in doing so, he said like he's basically going. He's got to go to his players and go, the media th- are waiting for you to, to, to slip up here. Yeah. They're waiting for you to be complacent. They're waiting for you to treat Man United with disrespect. Um, but we're not going to do that, are we, lads? Ray, everyone gets fired yeah. up. I think he's handled that really well. Yeah, he, he was awesome, as always, Ewan Klopp. 
re ready for war, as I say. And it was one of them things as well. He was asked about uh, Solskjaer's mind games at yeah. the start. <laughs> yeah. and, and he said, he basically said, well, yeah, those players will probably play at the weekend. I love that. Because he, yeah. he says, doesn't he? He says, um, oh, you know, a couple of days ago, De Gea and Pogba, no chance. Ask him today, maybe. Yeah. By the time kickoff comes, they'll definitely be involved. That, that's the thing. He, he said that. And then the Sky reporter says, oh, I. You mentioned Solskjaer's mind games. He's like, no, I didn't. I didn't say those words. Yeah. And yeah. that's just, he's, he's just brilliant. He's the perfect manager. And, you know, when Mourinho used to do stuff like that, I, I used to despise him, you know, that those that sort of mind games. But with Jürgen Klopp, he just does it in such a funny, comical, yeah. like a, a brilliant way. And it's, it's so good to see. I love the fact that I feel like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's going, Ooh, it's Liverpool United. I'll go to my Fergie handbook yeah. of what I should do in these situations. What? Play some mind games, and and he's gone. Ha ha! Have a mind game, Jurgen. I'm in your head. You've got no idea what I'm doing, and Jurgen's gone. Oh yeah, he's gonna play. He's gonna play. He's gonna play. On your way, mate. And then gone. No, it's not mind games. It's just he said. This is the. You just want your opposition manager to know as little about your starting eleven as possible. That's that's just what it is. And he's just basically. It's just like he's gone. Oh, Ole, oh, isn't yeah, that yeah. lovely what you've tried to I do mean, there? Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, he's, the way he is as a manager since taking over Man United, he seems to be acting like Ferguson's his dad or something, or it, it, like the fact he never parks in his parking spot, stuff like that. And it's like you say, it is literally like he's taken a leaf out of Ferguson's book for this one, but he isn't Sir Alex Ferguson, he's a PE teacher and... Well, well, we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, he says that. Uh, I love that. There's the quote where, where Dave Maddock covered it there. He says, <laughs> response to Man United's man games yesterday, no chance for the hair and power today to maybe tomorrow. It's a chance. Uh, and it goes with some of his eyes. Because he says, his own, he says, we'll have to see on Salah, Matt Benazza. When he was asked at the start of the press conference, he said, how are they doing? And he said, better now we've seen the pitches we've seen them in draw in full training he did reference later on I, think, I guess the only thing that's, that's, that's news uh, out of this is that in terms of the fitness and stuff he, he made reference to it's not ideal you'd like a full week's preparation for this game because it's such a big game it's such a big spectacle for the for the viewing public you know for the for, for fun, fans of football worldwide but he did also say We've had three or four days of everyone being back. And, you know, that's, I, when you see the pictures doing the rounds, that says to me that, you know, Alisson's going to be... He's got Alisson to choose from. He's going to have Salah to choose from. He's going to have Matip to choose from. He's going to have Cater to choose from. He said, no, everyone came back from international duty healthy. And that is absolutely massive when you consider that Man United could well have one or two difficulties picking well, the team. Fantastic news for us. And I, I think that... that comment about Matip Allison and Salah is, is literally just responding to how Solskjaer has been this week. I think all three of them will, will start, to be honest with you. And I think we're in a position now where we've got our strongest team. They've got several um, injury problems, yeah. in inverted commas, but that's the story all week. They've, they've, they've posted the story of we're struggling for injuries and Klopp's come out and says he's not arsed, we're, we're, we're perfect. So. Yeah. Um, there was an interesting one with a couple of, uh, I think there's a couple of Norwegian journalists that yeah. come over and they basically made reference to like they're not, they're not normally there and obviously you get loads of extra people who turn up for the for, for these presses because it's such a big game and they've got obviously Ole Gunnar Solskjaer fans that I, I presume they will be being, being Norwegians and they're like asking them well, they do this thing about... They obviously want him to succeed 
because I think that's the narrative. And the, 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 I don't know if you've seen this graphic that was doing the rounds, and it was yeah. the first X number of games in charge. That Solskjaer has got two more points than Klopp yeah. had, and it you know it takes it strips the context away of what teams were being inherited and all that kind of all, all that kind of jazz. But I love the fact that Klopp again. He's just not being drawn on it. He's not. He's not going to bite on it. He's uh, and he, he ends up kind of saying like, "All right, you've come over here. Or you, uh, you've never been in one of these press conferences before, and you want me to give you this juicy quote on, oh, I'll give Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer advice on how to save, stave off the sack.' He just goes, "If you're good enough, you, you know he knows what he's doing. He knows that club inside now. You don't need to have been Real Madrid manager to be a big a big manager. Look, if you lose your board." And you lose the internals, then you're in trouble. But it's nothing. Not he. Know, he knows that what what you want. I thought he handled it perfectly. I mean, I love that laugh from Klopp in the gesture. It's literally like that. Yeah, so it <laughs> big, literally big is. Memes, and yeah. it's just like the the way he laughs at it. The way he's just like, you know what? I don't have any advice for Solskjaer. He's got he's got to do it on his own. And that's that's what you want Klopp to do. So many times when you're asked about managers, you hear someone just say, "Oh, I'm going to be respectful. I think he's a brilliant manager." Yeah. But Klopp's just like, "No, I've got, he didn't I've got even no like words. lead to his defence and say yeah. he's, he's great or no. anything." I, I just think again, he doesn't want to get drawn. He's fine. And I'll be perfectly honest. He probably look. He, he's got no love for Manchester United. He's the Liverpool boss. It, it makes his life easier to not mm. have. To, you know, he'll, he'll want Man United to not be yeah. great. And so, look, let's be honest. We all want You know, no point. You don't want him throwing. The on because you don't want them looking for a reaction like we said earlier but also it's to everyone it's the league's benefit for Manchester United to keep Solskjaer in charge because whether even look, even if he engineers a win against Liverpool at the weekend about one no matter how he does it he's not good enough to be Man United manager so it's for the best that he stays there for everyone else because you want them to be a bit crap. Uh, another part of the the press conference I found really interesting was um, actually they they spoke Klopp spoke about recent fixtures between us and Man United mm-hmm. and how in the past with he referred to the pundits of today yeah. used to kick each other and, yeah. and do tackles like that and he says like this weekend you won't see anything like that from us and I thought that was interesting because obviously recent games between us and Man United the last three four five years under under Klopp they have been quite well. A lot of nil nils, some one ones there. Yeah, KG, and I wonder if tomorrow he's saying that because the lads are actually going to go in fired up, ready to go and, and look for an early goal and, and yeah. really, really look to get hit Man United well, early on. This is again part of, all part and parcel. Is Manchester United are relying on this yeah. fire, the fire yeah. in their belly, the fire in the, in the you know in, in, the, in the hearts and minds of the players and and and, and the fans in, in the stands to create this cauldron to, to fire them yeah. through to a, to a win or whatever against us. And you can see it in Klopp. He's like, he knows that's what's coming. Yeah. He knows, but that's what he talks about. It's saying this game needs that. I expect that from my players. That is the expectation. Yeah. I expect them to play with this level of this level of passion. He talks about being emotional and needing that emotion, yeah. but also you've got to play football because. Liverpool. If Liverpool can match the intensity of Manchester United, then that's when their quality will come out. Because look, there's no denying it. United have good players, and they have players who can hurt us. We've Rashford has hurt us before. Martial has hurt us before. Pogba has hurt us before, and they can hurt hurt teams. But we have superior quality in almost every area of the pitch. But Liverpool need to give themselves the platform for it. Um, and he's right. You know, he says I, I, he didn't even realise that I did not one there before he never yeah. really thought about it which again I think is absolutely great but he talks about like that that it's not a big deal for them their confidence they're, co- they're not they're not any more or less confident they, were, they are going into every single game and that's I think 
this is a great opportunity in this game for us to show our level really against United. That's the thing Van Dijk said himself yesterday as well he said the problem with Man United at the minute is that they're not playing with confidence and I think he's, he's, he's hit the nail on the head there really and at the end of the day confidence goes out the window in a fixture like this and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter whether you're playing with confidence or not because actually in a, in a fixture like this you gain confidence they'll, as you say it'll be a cauldron at Old Trafford they'll try and they'll try and create an atmosphere they'll try and come and hit us early on so it's important that we match that and yeah. I think Klopp's recognised it and I think that the first 10-15 minutes will be very very good one just interesting thing uh, that lastly before we take some of your, the viewer comments uh, on this one is he talked about he was asked about like the a, a bit about the digging deep thing and he said well you know we've got experience of it it's useful but it's not like we now plan to go and score late goals and he asked about what, the free flowing football when, where's that kind of thing and he said we had these criticisms last year and we went and put in the best season he said in my in my career Liverpool put in and the problem is you've got to build it and the issue is and he references it again because of pre-season and I, I, I just love his turn of phrase. It's just it's a pure cloppism. But he says, it, it, without saying, I didn't have Salah, Firmino, and Mane in pre-season. He says we had pre-season there. You're training these lads. What am I going to do? Am I going to phone them up and say, here's what we learned in training this week, lads? So make sure you're ready with all that knowledge for the season. We've got to build as the season goes on. So we said the Liverpool side that we're seeing now is not the best Liverpool, which is. Frightening when yeah. you consider that it's a hundred percent start of the season so far, but I really like that as a notion that there's still, and he's, he's keen to stress. He feels there's much more to come from this side. You think right now we're the, we're playing like the best team in Europe? There is no team in Europe or worldwide at the minute with a hundred percent record apart from Liverpool Football mm-hmm. Club. So if this if this is just if there's still more more to come, then. I'm frightened and I'm a Liverpool fan because <laughs> watching that, well, they're going to have to put an 18 rating on all our games because, well, yeah. it's going to be bad. Um, but to be honest with you, it's 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 incredible. Like the way he's worded the quote from Klopp is perfect, and he speaks about previous years and how every single. Um, company seems to try and criticise Liverpool throughout the years, tried to criticise Jurgen Klopp and how when we changed from the expansive football people criticised us and then we went and won the Champions League last season and Gary Neville came out and said after a couple of defeats away from home that we shouldn't focus on the Champions League but then look we go and win it the same year and Klopp's just in this press conference he hit the nail on the head with everything and I couldn't have answered it better myself sat at home he literally just it was the perfect press conference. Oh, pretty much, absolutely. Um, yeah, we'll get your comment in a moment from Sai. Um, but before we do, I just want to draw attention. That I, I mentioned, obviously, the Combined 11 thing. I've done a video over on my YouTube channel, um, which is talking about the death of the Liverpool-Man United Combined 11 and how, because we're living in a world where you can put 11 players in there, people are trying to draw out of People are trying to shoehorn United players into situations, and I think it's glorious. So, yeah, it's a, it's a big pop at United. It's a big loving for how amazing Liverpool are right now and even those of you trying to be nostalgic about how good Man United once were um, that might not be able to last forever as well so head over to Mage TV and check um, check that video out uh, certainly and as, as I say yeah, we'll, we'll um, move on to the comments from Mr. Sidefletcher yeah we haven't got too much time so we'll just read a couple out uh, Mr. A says I love how Klopp has just said he's not bothered by the media circus and combined 11s they mean nothing his presser calm me right down and Zubri Mafabi says I've never loved an LFC manager the way I love Klopp there's no flaw in his character, swatting off curveball questions like a boss. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you know, he could be tongue-tied in those situations. You know, Eng- English is, is his second language. I presume he, could, he might have other ones. Um, but the, the way he handles those things and he comes across as, as a class act, you know, particularly the Solskjaer stuff, he, without saying, like, without bigging him up as a, as a manager and his qualities as a manager, he... he, he 
he played down all like the fear mongering that you get from him. Again, I thought he handled himself brilliantly, and it was a it was a, a thoroughly impressive performance once again from the manager in the press conference. Um, listen, if you if you're watching, if you've enjoyed this, make sure you subscribe to the Red Men News channel. Just click the subscribe button and the notification bell to be notified when we go live Monday to Friday each and every week. If you listen to this in audio form, hi. Hope your ears are enjoying us. Um, make sure you head over to theathletic.co.uk forward slash red menus to get your 50% discount off that subscription and read everything from the wonderful people there, including the likes of James Pierce and Cy Hughes as well. Other than that, we've been here for the press conference reaction. I've been Paul Major and that's been Jack Gill. That is Red Men News for this week. I'll be at Old Trafford this weekend. Stay tuned to the main Red Men TV channel for more content. Ta-da. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.